Live from the betting capital of the world. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. It's Wednesday here in Sin City, and you are watching Wager Talk. Welcome to those of you watching on Dumo Network. Welcome to those of you watching on Stir. Welcome to those of you watching on Pluto TV. Welcome iHeartRadio listeners. Welcome all of our podcast outlet listeners. This is your Sports Central for betters. We have a loaded show for today. We're going to talk NBA and college hoops for tonight. We're going to talk college bowls. We're going to talk NFL. But before we start, let me introduce myself. My name's Ted Savransky, a.k.a. Teddy Covers, at Teddy underscore Covers on Twitter. Joined by my co-host and good friend, Ralph Michaels, at Cal Sports LV on Twitter. And we like to start the show every day, what we call bad beats, bad bets, and bad for the books. B-B-B-B-B-B. Talk about what happened last night and what made it interesting for a betting perspective. And we'll start in Indiana where Anthony Davis didn't play and the money poured in on the Pacers against the Lakers. Lakers had all kinds of shots in that game, but they finished 25% from three-point range and 47% from the free throw line, Ralph. Not going to win many road games doing that. Pacers take the money. Pacers get the money. They knock off the Lakers in Indiana. It shows you, Teddy, you've talked about how you, I believe at the top of your right, power ratings have both L.A. teams as number one and two. Well, it takes the Lakers shooting that poorly without Anthony Davis to still only lose by three. That puts it in perspective. It sure does. The Lakers have been impressive. And I'm telling you, I'm already looking forward to Lakers Clippers in the Western Conference Finals. That's going to be an amazing series. And you don't want to be looking ahead to series in December. They aren't going to be played till late May. But that one's setting up as an all-timer. Could be a lot of fun. So I talked uh, earlier, was it yesterday's show or the day before show about all the games I was winning by a half point? Well, <laughs> not last night. Last night, I had a big ticket on the Orlando Magic in my pocket. They were plus six and a half. If you shopped around, you found a plus seven. Well, <laughs> I bet it early. I got the six and a half. Orlando's up six with three minutes to go. Everything's great. And then the Jazz end the game on a 19-5 to run, and Orlando falls apart in the closing seconds, and they commit one last foul, and the Jazz hit both free throws, and a six-point Orlando lead turns into a seven-point Orlando loss. Utah gets the money, but Mike Conley hurt once again for the Jazz. He won't be with them now moving forward for at least the next week or two. Yeah, Conley had seven points and six assists. And, you know, we often see that with that type of injury. Perhaps you rush him back a little quick. Perhaps he just happened to tweak it again. But, um, you know, a game that you look at the box score and it seemed to be a very close game. But that's what the difference is between going inside the box score and seeing that late run the Jazz needed to win and cover. Yeah, Jazz, uh, they, they were down six. They got a big dunk from Donovan Mitchell that kind of sparked the crowd and sparked the team, and they were off to the races. Orlando had no answers in the final three minutes of that game. They'll be playing on the second of back-to-backs tonight in Denver. Not likely to be an easy spot for the Magic to rebound off of last night's blown lead, and that was not one, Ralph, that I enjoyed at all. So staying in the association, we got to talk about the New York Knickerbockers, and uh, shh. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I know we're broadcasting it, but it's one of these deals real quiet. All of a sudden, Mike Miller takes over for, <laughs> you know, and it wasn't like Fisdale was a Fisdale had his moments in Memphis. He did. He didn't have many moments in New York City, <laughs> but six games under Mike Miller, the New York Knicks five and one against the spread. And I watched it with my own eyes. They blew out Atlanta last night. That game was over by halftime. Well, you know, Fisdale always had that slower approach going back to Memphis. And, you know, this is a Knicks squad that went out and scored 41 in the first quarter. So, as you said, uh, you know, four straight covers for them, five and one their last six. A uh, little bit of excitement, and that's what you look for when you get a, when you get a bump with a new coach. Is the team going to react to them? They certainly have. They have so far. And I'm telling you, if you watch the young trio, uh, you know, Robinson, uh, Barrett, Knox, the Knicks are supposedly building around, and they haven't really done a whole lot of building. That trio looked great last night. And all of a sudden, maybe there's money to be made. Again, there's been money to be made the last couple of weeks with the Knicks. If you're riding them, I wouldn't tell you to jump off that bandwagon now. The Knicks power rating stuck down near the bottom of the league and will be for quite some time unless they show dramatic improvement. They're showing signs of that already. So uh, this is what we got to talk about because there's right sides, there's wrong sides, and there's really wrong sides. Right. You had the over last night in the Pelicans-Nets game, and that game went to overtime. All right, Pelicans still found a way to lose. That's what they've been doing. It's the second overtime loss during this 13-game skid. But game goes to OT and still stays 20 points under the total. That's a wrong side if you bet the over last night. It was ugly offense for extended stretches. I watched the second quarter of that game. I think it took two years off my life. That's how bad it was defensively. Nonetheless. Pelicans, Nets, they played five extra minutes. Game still stays under by 20. Pelicans, 13 straight losses, 2-11 and 11 against the spread in that stretch. Yeah, they're a rough team right now. We talked about the Florida Gators uh, in line movers yesterday as a team. And Ralph said, watch out for them. Watch out for Florida. They're coming on. Lo and behold, Florida took money yesterday and Florida dominated Providence. That was a big time blowout. It was unfortunate they blew them out by that much. Gators look to be a bet on team moving forward, huh, Ralph? It is. It's one of those situations, though, Teddy. I had him circled to play on him. Full disclosure, I was not on him last night. I needed them to win and then to give me the buy sign. As you said, though, sometimes you lose the value when they do crush an opponent like that in a high profile game. All that said, Florida step-up game, man. The defense they were playing last night was very, very real. Um, let's talk one more before the break. Uh, we'll talk about UTEP because we I talked about yesterday. UTEP is an example of a team that had value where they had a miserable final minute. They missed a couple of free throws. The other team hit a three. UTEP still covered the number. Ralph, you've talked about the home tournaments are an extra edge for the home team. Lo and behold, the Miners at home with value get the money once again. They did, and they were also, Irvine played a game Saturday. Irvine was playing their third game in four days. UTEP, their second game in 10 days. Yeah, well, UTEP, second game in back-to-backs. Speaking of back-to-backs, when we come back, line movers right here on Wager Talk. Stay on the grid.
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Wager Talk is a new show. We've only been around a couple of months. We're trying to build an audience. I think on a daily basis, we're giving you good information. We're hopefully fairly entertaining. And you spend an hour with us, I think you'll get something out of it every single day. But we need your help building the show. We flat out do. All right. We need likes. We need retweets. We need follows. So find us on YouTube at Sports Grid Network. That's all fantasy and sports wagering all the time. Sports Grid Network on YouTube, and of course, on Instagram at Sports Grid TV. Please give us a follow and thank you. Let's talk line movers. Where's the money going? Why is the money moving in that direction? When do guys want to bet? They want to bet now, they want to bet later. Let's talk about it right here with line movers. And we'll start in the NBA for tonight, where the markets are fading the Chicago Bulls off their 26 point blown lead at OKC money for the Wizards Wizards are coming off maybe their best offensive game of the season they hit what 55 percent from the floor 52 percent from three-point range draining everything in a blowout win against the Pistons now the Pistons didn't have Drummond or Blake Griffin that night but for Washington there was a lot of positive talk off of that win there's no positive talk in Chicago right now 
the team and Jim Boylan, there's been a disconnect at some point this season. I'm not convinced that was rectified with that blown lead in OKC. Market's saying expect a hangover from the Bulls, even though the Wizards coming off a near-perfect game. What do you think of the line move here? Money for Washington against Chicago. Well, I'm going to say the Bulls are still 8-2 their last 10, Teddy. I mean, they still covered that game. Yeah, it was disappointing they lost. I I think the the line shift is more the excitement in Washington. Isaiah Thomas back. He had missed a handful of games a week and a half. He scored 23 points in the win. They got their first win in four games. So I think it's as, as much Washington positive as Chicago negative. Sure. And there's no question Isaiah Thomas has the potential to be a spark plug for any team that he's on, especially a team like the Wizards, who will be without John Wall all season. We've seen Memphis play up-tempo of late. and Some over money against OKC as the Thunder, who rallied from 26 down thanks to good defense the other night. Well, they're saying don't necessarily expect it twice in a row. Grizzlies, Thunder, over money, taking over taking money. Yeah, it's a line move I, I agree with. You know, I, I would slant it towards towards the over, but, you know, we know that when you get into those overruns, they they often don't last long because the hot shooting tends to come back towards the median. Yeah, and Memphis has been mediocre defensively this year, but they have been playing at a fast pace over the last five contests. Um, uh, the uh, betting market's reacting accordingly. Let's shift to college hoops, talk some line movers here. And uh, both of these teams, you know, Tennessee and Cincinnati, the Vols and the Bearcats, both coming off losses. The market's saying Tennessee more likely to bounce back strong. Cincinnati, in the post-Mick Cronin era, has been burning their backers' money, just 2-8 and eight ATS this season. And they're coming off a home loss to Colgate. What's the deal with the Bearcats? And can Tennessee get back on track? After their ugly offensive showing, were they 25% from the floor, 15% from three-point range against Memphis in the 51-47 home loss over the weekend? Cincinnati's last six games, overtime loss, overtime win, overtime win, nine-point win to Vermont, seven-point loss to Xavier, one-point loss to Colgate. Jaron Cumberland, their best player, gave the game away with a bad pass. But I actually, you know, Cincinnati's going through their pains. You went from one of the slowest Temple teams in McCronin to John Brannon, who was at Northern Kentucky, who's trying to take this team up tempo, and you see their struggles. Tennessee, though, you know, without the three players that they had graduate last year, I look for a real low-scoring game here. Yeah, so a look at the under in the Vols and the Bearcats tonight. I'm not surprised at all that Tennessee's taking the money. I do think that Tennessee is the class in that particular matchup for me. It'd be Vols or pass. Ralph says, look at the under. There's a little two-teamer for you if you're interested for tonight. We've seen money for home dog Arizona State against St. Mary's. The Gales have been pretty impressive so far, but not always easy in the home tournaments to get the win. This one at Talking Stick Arena in Phoenix. It is. You know, I think think the line move is because people think they are a home dog. Well, they're not. They're playing in the NBA arena where the Suns are, different sight lines. Uh, So to me... I don't agree with the line move, and I think it's because uh, people think it really is a true home dog. Sure. And, I mean, this is a, a, I wrote this when the line was down to uh, pick them. It had already been moved two points. Now I'm seeing 
uh, Arizona State as a favorite in many spots. So the market's making a clear statement towards the Sun Devils tonight, despite the fact this game will not be on their home floor. This one surprised me. Okay, we got to talk college bowls for a minute. And this one really surprised me because for Utah State, you know, the quarterback busted. And it was a bizarre story. Uh, But they were apparently there wasn't even like the dude had weed on. There was like one joint in the dorm and they were passing around and smoking it. And they all got busted. The quarterback, the running back, people saying maybe suspensions. Jordan Love was already going to the NFL next year. Is he going to play? Won't he? Money poured in on Kent State against Utah State, and yet over the course of the last 12 hours, we've seen a little bit of a buyback on the Aggies. The four and a halfs are gone, the five and a halfs are gone, back up to six, despite the issues for Utah State for their upcoming bowl game this weekend. Yeah, like you said, I mean, if it were any other state but Utah, it, you'd you'd be getting a slap on the wrist, and it wouldn't even be a story. You know, we're talking about it, we're from UNLV perspective. I mean, here it's legal. So uh, much like sports gambling, marijuana is a different story depending on what state you're on. I don't. I think they all play. I don't think it it changes one thing as far as this game's concerned. Except maybe that just adds to the distractions that Utah State's going to have with their quarterback leaving and now multiple players under the spotlight. Sure. From all indications, Kent State is thrilled about this bowl bit. I have not gotten that same impression from the Utah State side of the equation. So this is one that's been steady. It's been the whole way from the beginning of bowl season. It's been a little bit of Liberty money and a little bit of Liberty money and a little bit of Liberty money. And then now... Liberty's all the way down to plus four against Georgia Southern. The markets don't expect their option to work or they don't expect their defense to get stops. We're seeing over money between Georgia Southern and Liberty in Saturday's bowl game as well. well. We've seen multiple option teams get slow, Teddy, because of the extra time to prep. Uh, Hugh Freeze is now paid like like a power five coach with what he's getting. For those that don't know, Liberty has as much money as any college out there, and they're not afraid to spend it on their coaches. So, you know, you have positive vibes for this team that just moved up to FBS, is now going to a bowl. And I don't think Georgia Southern, another situation where the dog is clearly the more motivated team. Yeah, I, I just remember, I, I can't get the Liberty game against Rutgers out of my head. Were they, you know, Rutgers offense, they couldn't move the football, and they were up and down the field against Liberty for the entire game. Um, You're not going to catch me with Liberty in my pocket. Let's talk NFL for a minute. We've seen an onslaught of Texans money for Saturday's showdown at Tampa Bay. This one, largely injury report related. Texans, report I was reading this morning, they're as healthy as they've been all year. The Bucs, cluster injuries in the secondary and cluster injuries at wide receiver. That's bad news for Jameis Winston and company, and that's why we're seeing all the money coming for Houston now up to minus three in Tampa. Yeah, threes across the board, and you and I have talked often how much it takes to get to a number two, three in the NFL or off three. So, you know, we know what that percentage is. Uh, Houston, the better team, but... Uh, you know, playing on the short Saturday night in a Tampa Bay team, I'm not sure I would have gone to a full three. Yeah, and the markets, I mean, I'm seeing three minus 20s, three minus 15s. Uh, now, if you look at the live odd screen, uh, so the money continues to show for the Texans. One more real quick before the break. Let's talk about the Lions and the Broncos because nobody wants to bet the Lions. Denver up to minus seven, despite their rough showing in KC last week. 
Yeah, I don't want to bet Detroit, and I'll tell you what, I certainly don't want to lay seven with Denver either. So, you know, not a line move I agree with, but I won't have any side in that in that battle either way. Yeah, it's worth noting the Lions fought last week when they were way behind. I give them credit for that. Don't know if they're going to fight on the road in Denver with the same enthusiasm. Big game breakdowns, and we come back. Wager talk continues. Get on the grid. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with the DailyRoto.com optimizer and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS. Plus, lineup alerts, breaking news, and late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with the promo code DUNK, that's D-U-N-K. Visit dailyroto.com slash DUNK to learn more. That's dailyroto.com slash DUNK. dailyroto.com, where millionaires are made. It's time for some big game breakdowns, Ralph. Talk a little NBA, we'll talk a little college hoops. We'll talk a little NFL for this weekend. And then next segment, we'll deep dive 
uh, into the bowls. And of course, we've got lots of bowls to talk about this week. So uh, we'll deep dive in the big games later in the show. And then we'll do the Thursday, the uh, games this weekend on Thursday and Friday. So let's start in the association for tonight. National TV affair, the 76ers and the Heat. And so far, Ralph, been nothing but Philly money. This was sitting at seven, then up to seven and a half. Now we're looking at Sixers minus eight. Total two, 12 and a half, Philadelphia and Miami. Both teams coming off disappointing showings. The Heat, after that impressive win on the second of back-to-backs, that Dallas came out and laid an egg <laughs> last time out. And it was uh, for Philadelphia, the games where Embiid doesn't play, they don't show. Or consistently enough that they don't show. They went to Brooklyn and got bombed in their last outing. Sixers back at home where they are still perfect for this season against a Miami team that's been covering spreads all year but got blown out in Philly earlier in the season on Jimmy Butler's return. Sixers heat. Philly now up to minus eight in most spots. You got to take on this one, Ralph Michael. You know, I will say that, uh, you know, Miami is 5-0 and over their last five games. They have been scoring. Jimmy Butler has scored, what, 20-plus, seven or eight or nine straight games. But I, I think you make a stand here. Embiid was dealing with a respiratory illness. He said it's fine. He just had some issues breathing. He's been running around, no issues. And I, I think you want to protect being that last home team that's undefeated at 14-0 and at home. I, I would lean with Philadelphia. Yeah, all that being said, I mean, the Heat got bombed the last time they were in Philly. And Miami has been an undervalued commodity all year, and they're a prideful team, and they're coming off a particularly lousy showing. Philly might get the win. If I'm playing in this one, I could only take the dog plus the points. Line mover here, but I saved it to a big game breakdown. And it's been nothing but Boston Celtics money tonight. This is the late game, uh, the late TV game. Celtics uh, at Dallas. It's pretty much two. There were two and a halves out there earlier. But now let's call it Boston minus two, total 218 and a half. Celtics in a unique rest situation. They haven't played in five days. And they're off back-to-back losses, and they've had ample time. So. They're talking the talk about being rested and ready and hungry and focused. And, of course, they're playing a Mavs team, uh, playing without uh, Luka Doncic, who is uh, as impact a player as there is in the NBA this season. You know, you make an argument he's been the MVP of the league through the first 25 games. You really could. Um, but in the Mavs' first game without him, they all they did is go to Milwaukee and, and snap the Bucks' 18-game winning streak. No drop-off from Dallas in that game. Do we see a drop-off from Dallas tonight? The markets think the Celtics, certainly spot-wise, are in a much better situation than the Mavs. That's why we've seen the Celtics' money, and that's why they're road chalk against a Mavs team that I'm not convinced should be home dogs to anyone right now. What about you? Yeah, I mean, you're you're 12 and 3, your last 15 games against the spread. I agree with you that I don't think they should be home dogs. Uh, you know, Marcus Smart still may not play. When you look at the Celtics and who their starting five were, you know, you have Walker, Smart, Hayward, Brown, and, and Tatum. Those guys have only played together five games. So we still don't know what, what we have with this Celtics team when they get healthy and play together. But I just think there's too much value with, with Mavs. Yeah, maybe Milwaukee had a look down without Luka. 
But, you know, perhaps Boston has that same look down not facing them tonight. You never know. I think it is a sort of a wake-up call, though, that them beating Milwaukee is something that perhaps Boston might have looked past Dallas without Luka. But off that upset, I don't think they do. Sure. And I think the rest factor is very much in play here. And that's at least a part of the reason why the Celtics took so much money earlier this morning when you have that much time off in the regular season and you're coming off back-to-back losses uh, for a prideful team like Boston. The market's expecting a turnaround tonight. Let's talk one in college hoops for this evening. And this is Gonzaga against North Carolina. Look, North Carolina, to say the season hasn't gotten off to the start they wanted to is something of an understatement. You get annihilated by uh, Ohio State at home. Then you lose one of your key players, and now you got to go take on the Zags in a hostile environment on the left coast. Gonzaga up to minus 12.5, total 146.5. What's your take, Tar Heels and the Zags? Eddie, I used two plays today. The Zags are one of them. Number one, I guess national championship revenge is a big deal. That was uh, April 3rd, 2017. Then you lose to the Tar Heels 2000, in 2018 in November by 13. And yeah, some of the players may not been there, but some have. I think this is a great opportunity. When you have a chance to, to kick a bully when he's down, you're going to take that opportunity. While North Carolina is not a ranked team, as far as excitement and the level of them coming to face Gonzaga, it is like a ranked team. The last ranked team to come here besides St. Mary's was UCLA in 2015. And this North Carolina team, they will not win 20 games. Cole Anthony was their only offense. They're off losses to Ohio State. They're off loss to Virginia. They're off a home loss to Wofford. This is a mediocre, middle-of-the-road ACC team without Cole Anthony. And I think there's going to be a lot of people looking for revenge and trying to kick them when they're down the rest of this year. Any take on this game, Teddy? Well, unfortunately, the 12 and a halfs are mostly gone. There are 13 and a halfs out there now. There are 14 and a half. So the market certainly aren't sleeping on the Zags' intentions tonight. All that being said, it's a very important note. And you're seeing it with the Warriors in the NBA right now. Even when the guys aren't there, all right, this team's been beating you up and you get a chance to beat them up because <laughs> they're no good this year. Teams take advantage of that opportunity. I can certainly understand why you put the Zags in your pocket. Uh, but like I said, the 12 and a half, the 13s, even the 13 and a half disappearing quickly. There's been very little North Carolina money showing for this game. The books will be rooting for the Tar Heels to cover tonight. Absolutely. Let's look at the NFL now and uh, talk about a grudge match. San Francisco laying six and a half to the L.A. Rams, a total of 45 and a half. Of course, San Francisco earlier this year against the Rams went into L.A., a dominant 20-7 to win. Do they get the sweep? They might, uh, but there are a lot of concerns about the 49ers injury report. Um, there really are. And even though uh, there was talk of Richard Sherman, has, has, I think, was able to suit up, and there's a decent chance he's going to play. But that's just one piece of a pretty banged-up football team. And it's interesting I'm fascinated to see how Shanahan plays it, all right? Because they gave the game away last week. So now they have to win out. And it's a, to say they have to win out, I mean, they have to win out. If they want to go to the Super Bowl, they have to win out. The difference between a one seed and a five seed in the NFC is going to be the difference between having a realistic chance of making the Super Bowl and not. So you ask Shanahan, here's the question. You have a super banged up football team. You need to win your last two games. 
in order to, uh, and then of course the game next week bigger only if they win this game, <laughs> you know, uh, and they can win the division next week and get the number one seed and have a bye and have a chance to get everyone rested and ready later. Or <laughs> they can rest guys now and say, Hey, we, you know, we're really banged up on both sides of the ball. And, I mean, that's a big part of why they lost to Atlanta last week, you know, besides the flat spot off that crazy game against New Orleans. Um, so it's a conundrum, in my mind, for Shanahan. Would you rather go into the playoffs as a five seed but healthy or go into the playoffs as a one seed but banged up? I'm not sure what he picks. As for the Rams, I mean, L.A.'s good has been good. L.A.'s bad has been bad. We saw the bad last week. And when you see that, and again, the Rams had a chance. Last week, I mean, you see him not just get beat, but get beat down in that game. It's a difficult team for me to get to the bed window with. I don't expect to be on L.A. on Saturday night. Well, my database, I try to look it up. Quarterbacks that go 29 and 30, what happens the next week? There were no other opportunities for me to look what <laughs> happens. So, uh, you know, uh, Drew Brees, this just in at home, now completing 77% of his passes on the road, 65%. Tennessee, of course, off that war against Houston, playing for the division title last week. Oh, yeah, by the way, you're in a Houston sandwich with a road game at Houston on deck. Your take on the New Orleans Saints, a three-point favorite, a total of 50 and a half. But if Tennessee loses this game, the road game at Houston won't matter next week. Okay, Tennessee has to win, and they have to win out. Um, so it's a must win for the Titans. It's just as much of a must win, uh, for the saints. The saints can't go any lower than three, uh, the three seed in the NFC, but they certainly are interested in a bye week, <laughs> uh, as most teams are. And they're interested in home games, as many as they can get in the postseason. Of course, the track record for Peyton postseason home versus road is, is as, as dramatic as it gets. But from an emotional standpoint, look, I didn't think that Tennessee did a whole lot wrong last week. They had a, you know, they, they weren't as efficient as they've been. There was the Whitney Merciless, the, you know, the tip ball that turned into it. It wasn't even a tip ball. He ripped it out of his hands and ran 88 yards the other way. It was just one of those games for the uh, Tennessee Titans. I didn't downgrade them off that performance. I do wonder if the Saints can match their emotional high from last week. And let's not forget, they are on a short week with limited time to prepare and travel coming off a big emotional win. I don't know. You won't, won't, won't catch me laying with the Saints this week. Be Titans or pass for this better. Let's go bowling. We're going to talk all the biggest bowls coming up next when Wake Talk continues. Get on the grid. Stay on the grid. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Ralph, you went to your database. What'd you find about the Saints on Monday night? Teddy, you made the point. Late in the year, Monday night. So I went to the database. Teams off Monday nights from week 14 on. Late in the year. You're tired. You're banged up. 19 and 34, 36% the next game after playing Monday night in the latter part of the season. That's a significant sample size and a certainly a trend worth noting. That does not make a case for the New Orleans Saints as road favorites in Tennessee this weekend. Let's talk bowls. And I specifically put in the big bowls today. Some of the games we haven't given full attention to. We've been focusing on as many bowl games as we can. But I know everyone wants to talk Oklahoma, LS, Wisconsin, Oregon, and Rose Bowl and Sugar Bowl. And so let's do that today. Let's get through as many of the biggest bowl games as we can over the course of the next few minutes. So let's start with, how about Oklahoma LSU? Suspensions for the Sooners. Well, <laughs> LSU still a 14-point favorite. Total 76 in this one. Two touchdowns. Is that appropriate for a game of this magnitude? And with the suspensions, with their defensive question marks, is Oklahoma really going to hang around in this game? What's your take, Ralph? I, you know, depending on how deep the suspensions go, Teddy, I didn't go in and mark them all yet, but I, I still would have to lean the Sooners. You know, I look at their defensive numbers and down the stretch, they held TCU to a season low. They held Baylor to a season low. They held Oklahoma State to a season number two low. And, you know, what motivation does LSU have to, you know, you're up by 20 and you're going to leave this Oklahoma Jalen Hurts offense open for a back door? There's only one way for me to play the game. And I, you know, I'm not sure I'll get to the window. I have yet to get to the window with Oklahoma, but they're still in my mix to back them in this role. Yeah, the suspensions that have been announced. Uh, let's see, the kicker got suspended, but it was uh, the latest ones are Bridges, the wide receiver. Stevenson, the running back, Perkins, the defensive end, none of whom will be playing for Oklahoma 
in their bowl game, LSU. Now, they're minus 14 everywhere. Um, you're not seeing a whole lot of buyback on the Sooners just yet. We have seen a little buyback on the next one, though, Ralph. And legitimately, it looked like Clemson was going to get to minus three. There were two and a half popping up. There had been no buyback yet in Ohio State. Doesn't look like that anymore. This line has stopped flat at Clemson minus two. Even at two and a half right now, every time it pops, we're seeing money come the other way for the Buckeyes. And, you know, I was, I didn't know what I was going to do when these two teams play. They were my bet on versus bet on. I expect to back the winner of this game in the national championship game. I really do. But the more I think about it and the more I look at what Clemson's done this season versus what Ohio State's done, the Big Ten was better than the ACC. And more than that, the ACC top to bottom was mediocre. There weren't a lot of good teams. So Clemson beat a lot of mediocre teams. They're going to have to beat a good one here. I've seen Ohio State beat good teams. I've seen them beat them up. I'll be on the Buckeyes plus the two. What's your take on this? And do you think this line moves off the two and 63 that we're seeing right now? I I don't. You know, it. We've seen the two and a halfs get scooped up. And if there ever, ever got to be a three, the first group would jump in and grab it. and It would be gone instantaneously. You talk about that schedule. These teams were number one and number two in yards per game diff on the season. Clemson number one at plus 303 yards per game. Ohio State number two at plus 283 yards per game. The difference, as you mentioned, Ohio State played the number 18 toughest schedule. Clemson played the 60th toughest schedule, one of the weakest schedules of all Power Five teams. Now, I agree with everything you said. This Ohio State team has had a chip on their shoulder. This Ohio State team, if you take quarterback and running back, you're as good as anyone. You add in the wide receivers as good as anyone. Add in the defense as good as anyone. The one thing keeping me from getting to the window is Dabo Sweeney, who has won and covered nine straight games in the postseason against Ryan Day in his first game as a bowl head coach. Yeah, and that's certainly, I mean, Sweeney's numbers have been ridiculous. That's priced in here a little bit. My, you know, my power rings do not have Clemson as a two-point favorite in here. Uh, the Tigers' experience and the coach experience in games like this, I do think is factored in this number at least a little bit. Let's talk Rose Bowl, Wisconsin and Oregon. And it looks like there were, you know, the first money came towards the Ducks. We've seen a little buyback on the Badgers now. It's still back to three. There were two and a half mostly. Now it's three mostly. You can still find two and a half. Total of 51. And this one, to me, it really comes down to one question. One question only. Is Oregon's defense good enough to stop uh, uh, Wisconsin at the point of attack? Because if Jonathan Taylor's not running, Jack Cohn's not passing the Badgers to victory. Not going to happen. If <laughs> Jonathan Taylor is running, Utah's uh, uh, Oregon's offense isn't going to be on the field, uh, and the Ducks are probably going to be in for a long afternoon on New Year's Day. What do you got? Oregon, Wisconsin, Ducks, three-point dogs. Now, the Pac-12 is not a rushing league. We know that. But you look at Oregon's numbers year to date. 
They went and they held a very good Utah squad in Zach Moss to 137 yards and 4.0 yards per carry. They held Utah to a season low. I love looking at season lows when we get to the end of the season because that shows you how a team does relative. They held USC to a season low. They held Arizona to a season number two low. The defense has played well down the stretch. I think I think uh, Wisconsin did what they had to do against Ohio State. They looked good for a half. They broke some plays. They changed some schemes. They did things they that weren't on film. Well, those things are on film now. I don't think Wisconsin can keep up with Oregon. Interesting note in this game, though, Teddy. Pac-12 versus Big Ten. The Big Ten, the last 10 games, 10-0 against the spread. Sure, and the Pac-12 in recent bowls has been an abject disaster entering the 2019 bowl season on a 3-17-1 point spread run over the last three bowl seasons and backing Pac-12 teams in recent years. You have not done well at this time of the year. All that said, I think Oregon's live in this one, and it sounds like you do as well. Another game for New Year's Day, or really this one's New Year's Night. And that's Baylor and Georgia in the Sugar Bowl. The early money's come for the Baylor Bears. Georgia with a chance for a playoff appearance. They didn't show well in that game against LSU. Now they got to take on a Baylor team that's picked up a pretty big betting bandwagon all year long. But they're coming off their own tough loss in the conference championship game. Bulldogs, minus six and a half. Look at this low total, 41 and a half against the Bears. What's your take? in the Sugar Bowl New Year's Day? Well, you know, you have the SEC, you know, you have Georgia with the SEC fans down there, and that means a little bit. Um, I, I, I just think Georgia has a legitimate bubble burst losing to LSU. Yeah, Baylor could have been there, and if Baylor had beaten Oklahoma and things went right, maybe they would have gotten there. But I think Georgia is the team that I I look to fade just because of bubble burst. I think that's a powerful motivator. You lose that SEC championship game, and boom, you know you are now going to a bowl, a very good bowl, and you're playing a very competitive team. But we saw this Georgia offense be very, very stagnant. I'm a huge Matt Rule fan, and I'm going to back Baylor as a dog. Yeah, it's worth noting that Georgia last year, a no-show in their bowl game in a comparable circumstance. And Kirby Smart's talked a lot about changing things up this year, trying to do it differently, that the Bulldogs aren't quite as flat as they were a year ago. So far, the markets are saying to that idea. All the money has shown for Baylor. So early start on New Year's Day. If you wake up early and, gosh. Sports betters wake up early on New Year's Day. What's this, the Camping World Bowl? And no, the Citrus Bowl at the Camping World Stadium in Orlando. That would be Michigan and Alabama. I saw a tweet from one of our bookmaker friends this morning. He said they can't get a bet <laughs> on the Wolverines. And 93% of the money's come on Alabama so far. Yet the line's still sitting at seven. Total of 59. Jim Harbaugh does not have many wins against teams of Alabama's ilk during his tenure with the Wolverines. But after playing for a national title every single season since the playoffs began, is Alabama going to show for this early start New Year's Day game? The wise guys don't seem to think so. Yeah, I I don't think they possibly can. 
But boy, if you are a fly in a locker room and you know this Alabama team is motivated, uh, we are talking best bet bowl game of the year type of play where the matchups in this game are are so one-sided that Alabama can name their score. So, you know, it's what you're having to handicap is, is motivation. And yes, you can read papers, but unless you really have a feel for a team, put it this way, Teddy, even with a questionable motivation, I could only bet Alabama even in that letdown mode. And I don't know. I mean, again, I don't want to sound like a homer here, but I just got a hunch. You know, I don't make bets on hunches. Okay. But I got a hunch Michigan shows up for this game. Uh, I, I really do. And the market. Oh, you're such a homer. Well. Such a yeah, homer. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I got to, uh, you know, and, and a win like this shuts up the critics. I think. No, it doesn't. Uh, you think? Yeah, no, it doesn't. They'll still rip Harbaugh. Not, uh, not like until Michigan's going to get a better. And that, Ohio State. Yeah. Well, that, 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 but the, the, the insanity is like, okay, what better coach are you going to get? You know? I mean, it's like, oh, get this guy out of town. Bring in another guy. Oh, run that guy out of town. Bring in another guy. You know, we had Rich Rodriguez, okay? <laughs> you know, it uh, didn't work out so well. Um, there have been other guys. Hasn't worked out so well since Lloyd Carr left and town. Urban, Urban Meyer is probably not going to that team up north, right? I would doubt it. Yeah. Sharp money's on the no. Um, Harbaugh's the guy. And it's not like, of course, if you watch Michigan get annihilated by Ohio State, it's hard to picture the Wolverines not getting annihilated uh, by Alabama's downfield passing game. Um, one would think, despite the strength of Michigan's defense, that Alabama's going to be able to put points on the board. Uh, no argument with an overbet in that ball game as well. Let's talk A&M against Oklahoma State. The Aggies minus seven. They've taken the money so far. Total of 54. And, I mean, we've, we've talked about the schedule for A&M. All they did was play number one teams. <laughs> you know, they played Clemson when they were number one. They played Alabama when they were number one. Uh, they played LSU when they were number one. Oh, and in the meantime, they got Georgia. And what was the other one? They were some other ridiculously tough team. Uh, Auburn. Uh, and they lost all five of those games. Finished seven and five. The best five-loss team in the country. The market's priced them like that. Minus seven, total of 54 against uh, the Cowboys. You know I've been a fan all year. You add Jimbo Fisher to the mix. You're talking about an Oklahoma State team with multiple skill players who were injured. Uh, I am on the Aggies, period. Have gone to the window, and I still think there's value at this number. Even at seven. So it's a situation. Do you see this getting up to seven and a half, Ralph, or do you think it's going to close here uh, at this current number of uh, Texas A&M minus the seven? And are you convinced that they're bounced back off the, the those two late-season losses that – Pretty ugly. Yeah, you know, your losses were at George, at LSU. It's not like you were home, you were a home favorite in those games. You were expected to lose those games. I think Jimbo Fisher's the right guy to get them turned around, and they know that this season has potential moving forward to be a building block. We've got potential moving forward as well. When we come back, we'll be in the home stretch. I'm gonna talk about what I did last night and why it matters. Hey tuned. Wait you talk. Stay on the grid. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Stretch of Wager Talk on a Wednesday afternoon here in Las Vegas. And Ralph, I want to talk about what I did last night. And how what did you do, it. Teddy? What the <laughs> so, hell did you so, I did not I did not get a call. Let me check. Hold on. Maybe you texted my invitation. No, I didn't get a text either. Well, the whole point is it wasn't even that interesting. Okay. I had a buddy in town. I haven't seen him in 15 years. A buddy uh that I went to high school with. He spent his career in the Air Force. Uh he works at the Pentagon now. Uh, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, whatever he wants, he call you, buzz me. I'm going to be in town next week. Buzz me, hey, let's go get together. Uh, you know, he's staying out at Nellis. I'm like, all right, we'll meet down at Fremont Street. So I watch the early games, you know, uh, at home like I normally do. He's running a little bit late. And next thing you know, it's like 7.30 before we get out there. And then it's like a you know, hangout. We went to Heart Attack Grill. We had a couple of beers. We laughed and we cried. It was, it was great. Really enjoyed seeing him. I look at my watch. Oh, crap, it's 11. Okay. People think we live these glamorous lives. We're out partying with rock stars. You know what happened? I looked at the watch. It's like, oh, crap. I got to go home. Because you know what happens? We do the same thing every single night. <laughs> okay. Doesn't matter if you go out and party. Doesn't matter if you drink, you smoke, you do whatever. When I get home, I sit down at the computer <laughs> and I work 
you know, go through what happened to the, 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 that night and work the next day, do your you know, initial lean on the next day's games. And that doesn't change whether you went out and drank. It doesn't change whether you uh, w- sat home and did nothing. It doesn't change if you nap. It's a seven-day-a-week gig. So people think, oh, this is such an exciting job. Oh, it's such a glamorous lifestyle. 11 o'clock, I'm like, oh, crap, I got to get home. I got work to do. And then, of course, you know, it's a good, you know, three-hour process. So it's 2 o'clock in the morning. So I'm dragging all day today. You know, <laughs> I'm still up at the desk at 7. It is what it is. Uh, but you don't get to go out and have fun when you do this every night, uh, Ralph. For as, as, as fun as it sounds, it's work. Eddie, I got pissed off I lost my first game. I didn't follow the late games. That made me have to get up a lot earlier just to play catch up on what happened. And I didn't even go out. (laughs) Best of luck tonight. Enjoy the games. We'll be back again tomorrow right here on Wake Up.